Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. And this week we get to get cozy. (gasps) We get to relax. We get to sit back because we are talking how to rest the lost art of relaxing. I really do believe it's a lost art. Especially for Americans. Oh, my right? God, like yes. workhorses. It's not They're right. They're us to the ground for absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> We're going to be talking about what rest really is, the seven types of rest, and how to actually do it. Because we need to relax. Yeah, I know. And actually, we need a how-to. Because it's not as simple as just like it's sitting not, on my couch. Like, no. no. It's not that. It's not binging Netflix. No. There's, there's different rests, and we're going to get into it. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, Nat, we're playing... Fuck, Mary kill. A fun one. I know. Fuck, Mary kill. I got to think of yours. I know. I don't have yours yet. I'm excited. <sighs> okay. But Nat, what are we drinking as we lounge into this epi? Yes. We're drinking... Oh, this is a good... We're, we're drinking a red, because red's very, like, relaxy mm-hmm. vibes. It's, Cozy. Yeah. It's uh, Callan... Vintners. It's a 2020 Zinfandel from Lodi, which I believe is in California. Ooh. Let me just... Wowza. Take a sip of that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to... Yeah, it's California. Zin. That's a slap your mama wine. Woo! Right? Slap your mama. Well... That's a slap your mama. Okay. We'll rate it at the end of the episode. Well, you guys might have remembered... But Natalie and I, we went to Vegas. We had a grand old time, and we got the vid. The vid. We got the vid, got as the. we should have expected. We, we did. did. We did. We went in. We said, this this might go down, and it did. Day one, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. But I maintain I have no regrets. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was luckily, because we didn't spread it to anybody else, it was worth it because we had an amazing time. Yes. It was completely worth it. And it was also that week where literally every single person, including the president, had it. So yeah. it was like, we were going to get it. Yeah, no, everybody got it that week. At least we were in Vegas having a good time, but yes. we, we did have to rest, right? We were forced. <laughs> we were forced to rest. But honestly, and I told my therapist this, I was like, and you know what's fucked up when COVID's a vacation? Literally, COVID was fun for me. I know. We had friends who were really struggling with like, oh, I have to be in bed. And of course, we don't want anyone to ever be sick. But it was just like, I kind of liked oh, it. I read books. It was so I nice. actually was extremely ill. It was actually oh, extremely she, ill. She had the worst <laughs> symptoms of anyone. <laughs> I was extremely ill. But I did, you know, even though it was really nice, I, I struggled. I had to like Google, how do, how do I rest? Yes. I literally wrote that into Google. My, I'm so used to going, going, going. My main thing was just extreme brain fog and fatigue. So I couldn't even think about anything other than just literally laying there <laughs> and like staring at the TV, which was really nice. I loved it. Yeah. So that inspired <laughs> this episode. We were like, we had to learn how to rest. Yeah. And, you know, if you also just got this Miss BA5 girl who's extremely she's out here, she's in these out streets. here, um, then, you know, here you go. Yeah, you're or you're a workaholic and you feel exhausted. You have kids. They're pulling on your hair. Yeah. It's like, just leave me the fuck yeah, alone. Yeah, we need, we need to be taught how to yes. rest. And here's a quote, Benjamin Franklin quote. He said, he that can take rest is greater than he that can take cities. Wow. That's kind of true. A lot of people talk about like creativity and stuff and how 
if you don't rest, like you can't, you cannot be you creative. You can't be inspired. You no. can't, you have to, it takes a lot of silence. It really does. So experts across the board, they know that rest is absolutely necessary. Yes. Right? Yes. Physicians, athletes, philosophers, poets, religious leaders, and corporate leaders all tell us the same thing. Take time to rest. It is absolutely essential for a balanced, healthy life. When the body is deprived of sleep, it is unable to rebuild and recharge itself adequately. Your body requires rest. Beyond that, rest is needed for muscles to repair themselves and prevent injury. This is true whether you run marathons, pitch baseballs, do yoga, any kind of physical activity will require you to allow your muscles to rest so you can build them. Yeah. And I don't think they talk about like rest being a part of like fitness. They talk about, you know what they do? They say sleep. Like, okay, like a healthy, balanced life is like sleep. But we're going to get into it. It's not just sleeping. Right. Of course, we're all like overexhausted and that's a whole nother epidemic. Right. Rest is different than sleep. It is, yeah. which we'll get into. Yes. Rest is also incredibly essential for the mind. Leonardo da Vinci said, every now and then go away, have a little relaxation for when you come back to your work and your judgment will be surer. Ah, have a little relaxation, he says. I love that. I do too. I feel like I'm in Italy. <laughs> Ooh, have a little relaxy. <laughs> and Ovid, the Roman poet, not to be confused with COVID. COVID. <laughs> this is straight up Ovid. <laughs> said, take rest. A field that has rested gives a bountiful crop. So what I'm learning from this is that we have been needing rest for literally <laughs> 700 years. <laughs> yeah. Actually, many religious leaders emphasize the importance of rest for the soul. Buddhism, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Baha'i, and even people who practice Wicca, among others, teach the importance of setting aside a period of time for rest. The Bible literally says that God rested on the seventh day after creating the universe. That's a fair reason to rest. That's a fair point. <laughs> you may also hear a lot of corporate leaders talk about how essential rest is for productivity. Forbes magazine wrote, you can only work so hard and do so much in a day. Everybody needs to rest and recharge. Okay. So okay. what is it? You know we love a definition. Well, according to Merriam-Webster, there are three different definitions for this form of rest, okay. which goes to show that it can take a lot of different forms. Okay. So the first definition is a bodily state characterized by minimal functional and metabolic activities. So that's, you know, yes. what we think. Being a veg. Right. The next definition is freedom from activity or labor. We kind of know this one. Okay, uh-huh. But I thought this was a really cool one. Hit me with it. The next one is peace of mind or spirit. Oh, that's a that good one. That is true rest. Peace yeah, you can lay spirit? your body. You can have minimal functional and metabolic activities. Yeah. But if you have peace of mind or spirit, that is rest. That is true rest. Yes. And according to the Oxford Dictionary, rest is to seize work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. So that's that whole thing about like when you work out, you actually have to take rest days. Yes, you do. Good. You do. Your muscles will just like be like, what are we doing? We can't grow here. Right. 
We might not be familiar with this term rest because American work culture makes it nearly impossible to ever do so. Yeah. And here, let me let me hit you with some stats here. Ooh, okay. According to the Center for American Progress on the topic of work and family life balance, in 1960, only 20% of mothers worked. Today, 70% of American children live in households where all adults are employed. I don't care who stays home and who works in terms of gender, you know, work opportunity, equality for all, that's a family choice. But when all adults are working within a household with children, that's a huge hit to the American family and free time in the American household. Everybody's working. Everyone's taking care of everybody. Yeah. Everyone's stressed out of their goddamn minds. Right. How are you supposed to <laughs> how are you supposed to have any time for yourself? Also, the US is the only country in the Americas without a national paid parental leave benefit. So the average is over 12 weeks of paid leave, but in Europe it's over 20 weeks. And over 20 weeks. Yeah, well, because you have a child. Right. Right. A human being's been brought into the earth and they have mandates that people can't you know, should stay yeah. home. Yeah. My mom brought me to the office with her when I was 10 days old and I sat in a car seat while my mom worked. She also went into labor at, at work. work. And she stayed. Like, finished it She up. said, you know, I think I'm having the baby tonight. And she asked my my her boss, she was like, can you drive me after work? And they said, Connie, go. <laughs> my mom went and got her nails done too after work. Oh, and then she had my me God. in the morning. <laughs> I said, what the hell? Anyways. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Okay, more stats here. One report goes so far as to call the United States a quote-unquote no-vacation nation thanks to the paltry, well, non-existent, amount of paid vacation time mandated by federal law compared with that of other well-off countries. It's also the only country in the Organization for Economic Corporation and Development, which is a group of 36 of the world's wealthiest nations, that doesn't require employers to give workers annual paid leave, according to the Center for Economic and Policy Research. So you don't have to give your like workers paid leave in no. America. No. And we're the only country out of the 36 wealthiest that I'm do that. I'm sick of people saying that America is like the wealthiest like dream. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> This leaves 23% of Americans with no paid vacation and 22% without paid holidays. Jesus Christ. And I feel like that's got to be higher than that, honestly. It's got to be higher It's got to be higher. It makes sense now, listening to all this, that I did not know what rest was. And I had right. to Google it when I had COVID. Right. <laughs> it's because we are bred to believe that we need to work until we're literally <laughs> collapsing under the ground but then we're like, please don't call an ambulance. Because if you do, I'm going to have to pay so much fucking money. And I do not have it. It's cheaper to die <laughs> It's here. cheaper to die. And even then, it's really expensive to die. True. It's so expensive to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's talk about some benefits, though. Let's talk about benefits of West. Yeah, let's talk about the benefits. So number one is a healthier body. We eat healthy, we exercise, and we watch our bad habits but then we allow our schedules to fill up from morning to evening. At this point, we all know that stress is the cause of basically every illness and ailment. No, literally. And not giving ourselves the time to relax is a surefire way to continue to be stressed. Speaking of stress, concentrated rest 
confronts stress in two ways. First, it reduces the demands of the situation. We have no demands on us as long as we have the ability to mentally let go of unfinished tasks. Oh, that's hard. Secondly, rest reduces stress by increasing our resources, particularly energy. And energy is a resource. We don't have unlimited energy. No. Despite, you know, the common... Despite also the caf- the way they, they market caffeine to us. Oh, yes. We should be able to sleep and get up and like live our lives. Right. The fact that we we cannot sleep enough to sustain our lifestyles is insane. Oh, I read a study the other day that was like eight hours of sleep actually isn't really enough. And I was like, oh, because I'm getting like six and a half, <laughs> sir. Yeah, that's why everything's what? caffeinated and people are all caffeinated <sighs> out. Another benefit of rest is deeper relationships. Even just one day set aside each week for rest allows relationships with people to deepen and to be strengthened. When we aren't rushing off to work or to complete our long list of errands, we are able to enjoy each other's company and have deep, healthy conversation. Being present. And that's why being on vacation is nice. Because you can just like talk. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Number three is the opportunity for reflection. Rest allows us to take a step back, to evaluate our lives, to identify our values, and determine if our life is being lived for ourselves. A great form of resting is to cuddle up on the couch and just journal. Love a good reflection I love a journal. Because also like – when you're so busy and can't rest, your brain there's so much shit in your brain just well, like I, floating. I, I just keep next to my bed as a notepad because again, I'm so wired. I, I have to write the shit yes. down, yes, just to be able to go to sleep. <laughs> I have all these like legal pads around my apartment, and so every time I have like a thought, I'm just like just write it down and then keep going because I'm like it's too much in my head, too many things. Another benefit is balance. Resting will force you to have an identity outside of your occupation. It will foster relationships outside of your fellow employees and will allow you to enjoy activities and hobbies outside of work. Rather than defining your life by what you do, you can begin to define it by who you are. Oh, I love that. Me too. Also, increased productivity. Providing our minds with rest gives us the opportunity to refocus and rejuvenate so you can begin to work smarter and not harder. That's thrown around a lot, smarter, not harder. And I'm like really trying to figure that out. Yeah. I think it's like delegating and yeah. prioritizing. But also truly like when I am super tired and I'm and I'm really pushing, my work is shit. Yeah. So it's yeah, like. My work <laughs> is shit. <laughs> so it's like, it's not <laughs> smart. And it's, yeah. Also, you have reserve for life's emergencies. I thought this was really interesting. So crisis hits everyone, as we know. No one who is alive is immune from the trials of life. By starting the discipline today of intentional rest, you will build up reserves for when the unexpected emergencies of life strike and rest is no longer an option. Mm. Pouring from an empty cup, especially when in crisis mode, is a surefire way to fry your nervous system, weaken your immune system, and drain all of your serotonin and dopamine. <gasps> oh, gosh. You save money for emergencies, right? So think of your energy as currency and save up when you can. That is so true because if you're already burnt out in your regular life and then what – sometimes that – it doesn't even have to be a horrible – No, cr- it can be like one thing. A flat tire. Even that – that can just throw you Send over you. the edge. And then, of course, like, God forbid, it's something, you know, tragic. Right. And you don't have the capacity to even handle it. No. That's why I thought, I was like, this is so interesting because it is so true. I'm one like you just pot hole away from down. a mental breakdown. <laughs> I know. 
I'm like, nothing can go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. Uh, yeah. Let's get into the types of rest because there's actually seven types. There are seven types of rest. And the first one is physical rest. And this is really, I think, what everyone thinks of. Mm-hmm. Physical rest has two components. It has the active component and the passive component. Passive being things like sleeping and napping. We need high quality sleep. But physical rest also includes active things like yoga, stretching, using a foam roller, getting a massage, mm. making sure that the ergonomics of your workstation are not toxic to your body, you know, like having it all set up. And the signs that you have an active physical rest deficiency could be body aches and pain. Mm -hmm. I have the worst back pain right now. (laughs) It could be swelling in your legs and feet after sitting at your desk for long periods of time. Compression socks. It could be spasms (laughs) in your back, really listening to what your body's telling you. And if you need active rest or passive rest. Yes. My therapist actually, because I've been working on this a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you need to do active rest. Because I'm like, I can't just sit there and like stare. I can't like, uh. And she's like, no, no, no. Like do something. I, you know what I lo- have been relaxing. loving doing? Uh, since I got COVID, the YouTube stretching videos. Oh, my God. I love It's not yoga. No, the it's stretch videos. Stretch. Yes. I, I love, love it. And they have those. very calming music. And there's just a girl. She's not saying anything. She's just stretching yes. and doing that. And there's like, <laughs> there's like lights around. It's like it's, it's like twilight stretch session or whatever. And you're just like. <laughs> mm. I love those. Yes. <laughs> so that's an active rest. Yes, it is. So the second type of rest is mental rest. So someone with a mental rest deficiency might find themselves lying down to go to sleep at night and their minds are raised. Oh, there, oh, there, there we are. With my little, with my little bed. <laughs> and they're not able to quiet it and fall asleep. Another example is the person who walks into the grocery store and is trying to remember the three items that they went in there for and they can't seem to recall the information. Or sometimes oh, you walk in a me. room and you're like, why do I want to get in here? That's me every day. <laughs> So mental rest is when you stop forcing your brain to work hard and give it some time to process information, make connections, and cement memories. It's essential to learning and processing. Without it, you'll have trouble remembering new information and seeing how it relates to other information. So you can find like a meditative hobby or, you know, like try like the little mala beads or, you know, you can do knitting, you can do painting. I love, oh, I just started painting by numbers. Oh, it's, yeah. It's really given me a lot of mental rest because yeah. it's like I have to focus on what color goes into what little number. But you can also schedule short breaks to occur every two hours throughout your work day. They can be like five-minute, ten-minute breaks. And these breaks can remind you to slow down. You might also keep a notepad by your bed mm-hmm. to jot down any nagging thoughts that might keep you awake. These are all things to kind of just keep your mind – because our minds yes. are so busy. Yes, Honestly, I just started doing this like a few weeks ago, again, because my therapist told me to, and I'm obsessed with her. (sighs) It has helped me so much to just like, because I don't have to think, oh, I need to remember this later. I'm just going to write it down, keep it moving. Yes. And then it's not just floating in there, stressing me out. Yes. The third type of rest is social rest. Mm. Even the most outgoing of extroverts may sometimes find that they need a break from hanging out with others. Social rest is important because it gives us time to connect with ourselves and experience our own company without the distractions of others. You can tell that you need social rest if you ever find yourself saying, can I just get a moment for me? 
You feel like everyone's taking and you never feel like anyone's ever pouring into you or contributing back into your life. Mm. So you can take social rest by having quality time with loved ones who don't drain you. Mm-hmm. Or by cutting off toxic relationships or just by getting clear on the friendships that you desire. But of course, this could also just mean you need some alone time. Yeah. You need a solo night. Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. no one to talk to you, turn your phone off. Yes. Consider me dead. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it could just be that. But it also could be bigger. It could be like, okay, there's people that are draining me constantly that need to be. And honestly, when people drain, well, I know for us especially, it's like, it's 10 times more like draining than, than like, like anything I'd rather else. Just, I'd rather have physical fatigue Me than too. being socially fatigued. Me too. Oh my God. <laughs> but we're introverts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so another form of rest is sensory rest. Sensory input might be the sound of phones ringing in the background, bright lights of your computer, kids playing while you're at your home office, your notifications going off on your phone, your email, or even the visual backgrounds of everyone on a Zoom call. Do you know I read something about how Zoom is so distracting? Because you're looking at everyone's faces, but then you're also looking at your own, which is unnatural for you. Like it's unnatural for us to be looking at ourselves like that. Yes. So it's like it's so much information. You're like thinking – your brain's trying to see yourself and then it's it's yeah. it's actually a lot for your brain. That makes a lot of sense. All of these sensory inputs over time can cause you to develop sensory overload syndrome. The number one way most of us respond to sensory overload is irritation, agitation, rage, or anger. This can be countered by doing something as simple as closing your eyes for a minute in the middle of the day, as well as intentionally unplugging from electronics at the end of every day. Intentional moments of sensory deprivation can begin to undo the damage inflicted by the overstimulating world. Oh my God, I feel like this all the time. You know, they have those so sensory over- depra- deprivation tanks. Yeah, I can't do that though, because you know me at the water. I don't like that. Oh, yeah, that's like. That's like my <laughs> w- actual worst nightmare of all time. I could never, ever do that. Like, just thinking about it, I'm like, <gasps> like oh, no, 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 I can't do that. My brother loves those though. <laughs> Another thing is emotional rest. Emotional rest specifically refers to the rest we experience when we feel like we can be real and authentic in how we share our feelings. Many of us carry quite a bit of emotional labor privately in that we don't share with people what we're feeling. The symptoms of an emotional rest deficit are feeling that you always have to keep your emotions in check and that you never have the freedom to be truly authentic about what you're feeling. An emotionally rested person can answer the question, how are you today? With a truthful, I'm not okay. (laughs) I am not good. (laughs) And then go on to share some hard things that otherwise go unsaid. Oh. A great way to try and, and emotionally rest is to have a therapy session or even just a journaling session. Yeah, I know. I mean, it takes a lot to be in tune with your emotions and then also be authentic about them and be like, Yes. I mean, we do this with each other. Right, right, like, right. I'm not well. Not fine. I'm on the, I'm on the edge. No. I brought up my therapist about 7,000 times today, but I just had a <laughs> session with her yesterday and we were kind of talking about this. But she was like, You Jeez. should send her this episode. I really should. She was like, Can you like speak your emotions to people like truly? And I was like, Well, I call Corinne and I tell her when things are not right. (laughs) At least we have each other, but a lot of people don't have that. And I mean, even if you don't have a close friend or or someone you feel safe with, therapy is an option. And if it's not financially available to you, you know, journaling is a great way to at least get it out of you. Yeah. And even if you look up like prompts online, just like if you don't know where to start. Oh, I love (laughs) a journal prompt. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. The sixth rest type is creative rest. This type of rest especially is important for anyone who must solve problems or brainstorm new ideas. Creative rest reawakens the awe and wonder inside each of us. It's the rest we experience when we allow ourselves to appreciate beauty in any form, whether that's natural beauty like oceans and mountains and trees, or created beauty like art, music, and dance. I went to a play yesterday. Oh, yeah. I saw Moulin Rouge, and I was sitting there feeling like it was creative rest because I felt yes. like I was just absorbing the beauty, and I was like, wow, I'm I'm downloading something yes. from this. Really – Anything like that, like I feel like museums or like things that you go to, like they're always so underrated for like they how are. impactful they are. They really are. do make a big difference. Yes. The way that you can tell when you have a deficit in this particular area is when you have a hard time being innovative. When you have a hard time brainstorming, when problem solving is difficult for you, creativity is more than just art. It's really any type of innovation. Creative rest is inspiration. It's taking a beautiful hike. It's going on a road trip. Uh, it's listening to your favorite album. When you take inspiration, you output creativity. I love that. I know. I do think also it can be as simple as like blasting music. Oh, 1,000%. Truly. 1,000%. That was me all morning this morning. I know. I'm going to go listen to that song. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> okay. And then finally, spiritual rest. Spiritual rest is the ability to connect beyond the physical and mental and feel a deep sense of belonging, love, acceptance, and purpose. To receive this, engage in something greater than yourself and add prayer, meditation, or community involvement in your daily routine. Somebody who might be suffering from a spiritual rest deficit is someone who goes to work for a paycheck, but they're like, what I do doesn't even matter. It doesn't benefit anybody. If I do it or don't do it with excellent or not with, you know, if it's good, if it's bad, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. Oh, that's so, that's such a bad feeling. I hate that. <sighs> yes. So you want to find a way to connect to desire for meaning, whether that's through a community, a work culture where you feel like what you do matters or a faith-based culture. Yeah. It's really just feeling like you're a part of something big. Yeah. And you know what? I think you know, the internet is such a wild place. But I think one place with social media particularly is like you can find people. That, you can find a community. Yeah, yeah. Literally for anything. Literally for <laughs> It doesn't abs- have to be faith-based. It no. could be something else. It could be anything. <laughs> okay, so now that we know the benefits of resting and the types, how do we actually implement? Yeah, so you have to take rest seriously and give it a higher priority. The world is not generous with downtime, mm. there's always more to be done or things that could have done been done a little bit better. So to harvest the benefits of rest, you need to nurture it and protect it. And that means reserving time for it in your daily, <sighs> da- daily, d- d- not d- weekly, daily. not monthly, not yearly, not just Sunday night, daily schedules and in your life more broadly. Take a look at your calendar. Is it stuffed only with meetings, deadlines, domestic responsibilities? And if so, spend some time now thinking about when and where in your schedule daily. Daily. You can start to make and protect some time for quality rest. If there's no apparent space, what are you willing and able to give up to make the necessary space. You might need to get creative, for instance, like making a childcare swapping arrangement with a friend so that you're able to carve out some adult downtime or collaborating with your partner so that you know you both agree to give rest a priority amid all the other demands on your life. Remember that rest is a skill. 
that improves with practice. So just as it takes time to settle into a new job or place or a few days to shift into vacation mode, so too will your mind require time to start harnessing the power of rest. So be easy on yourself. It's a lost art. It's a lost As art. We that's, said. that's why it's called the lost art of relaxing. Yes. Because it's hard. And guess what you have to do with art? Practice it. You do. You do. So we hope you learned more about what it means to actually rest, the different types of rest, and the ways it benefits every area of your life. That was a Ooh. good episode. I feel really inspired. I know. I'm like, uh, I really have been getting better at it post-COVID because yeah. I realized how good it felt to like actually rest. That now it's like five o'clock comes and I'm like, do I actually have to keep doing this? No, I don't. Yeah. So I'm going to rest. I'm going to rest. I'm going to rest it up. Mm -hmm. So let's introduce our hottie of the week. Oh my God, I fucking love our hottie of the week. You should introduce her. Dakota Johnson. She we we just, chose her because she seems super chill. She just seems like she doesn't give a single fuck. I can't fuck. imagine her being anxious or like worked no. up about something. No. She's just here. She's just She's here. very present. Yes. She's very grounded. What is her? We have to know. Please Google it. What is her sign? Is she an earth sign? She seems earthy to me. Although, you know, that could be her rising sign. Okay, hold on. She's also just really like understatedly funny, which I like. Here we go. Like that whole. You ready for this? Here's her full astrological. <gasps> oh my God. She Aquarius? Yeah. How'd you know that? I don't know. I just had a feeling. Wait. Because some Aquarians are kind of like off like that. No. No, no, no. She's not. Oh. Sun sign, Libra. Balance. Ah, uh, yep. Balance. Rising, Capricorn. Oh, yeah. Sag Moon. Okay. So that's where the little spice comes from. Yeah. But yeah, that's very grounded. Yeah. That's very like, here I am. You yeah. can't really topple me over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this makes sense. Sorry, we went off topic. Yeah. So one, two, Dakota Johnson. What are we? What's this wine again? Callan Vintner Zinfandel, twenty twenty from Lodi. Onza DM. I don't know what that means. It is punch you in the face. I kind of like it. I'm not mad at it. See, I'm. I love it. Why? <laughs> okay, that weird. That's interesting. I'm intrigued by I'm that. I'm giving it a nine. At a Dakota. Wow, we are so not on the same page here, but I actually really like it. I don't know why. It's just, it's really punchy. Yeah. Well, you can take it home. Have a nice, relaxing night. I'm going to drink it out of the... Just straight up <laughs> put a straw. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me take one more sip and then I'll... Um, okay. I'm going to give it a five. <gasps> okay, so a seven. A, se a, seven, a seven out of the... Her name every time I go to say it, I go, 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 I Mary Mary kill. kill. Mine is incredibly dumb. Let me go first. So okay. we'll, uh, you know, rip mine it off like a Mine is also pretty dumb. Mine's really dumb. Okay. So mine is breakfast. Okay. Um, I guess carbs. Oh. Oh. Ooh, this is going to be hard for me, to be honest. Cinnamon roll, oh bagel, God. or donut. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't say pancake. Um, okay. Cinnamon roll, bagel, donut. Is that what you said? Fuck, Mary kill. God. Shit. That's okay. actually hard. It's pretty hard. That's hard. Oh, 
Oh God, I love. I know a, what I would do, but I want to know what you would do. All right, I'm gonna. Oh, damn it! It's hard. This is really hard. I guess I'm gonna marry the bagel. Yeah, that's the right choice. That's yeah. the right choice. You know, it's it's there for you. It's so. I've never also, had a. I, I never had a bad experience with a bagel. No, I really haven't. Even when they're stale, they're kind of good. I know. What did you get at Tompkins Square the other day? Oh, gluten-free uh, everything bagel toasted with regular cream cheese. I I, I didn't get your text till after I'd ordered it. <sighs> the jalapeno, the jalapeno I cheddar I cream cheese. I know, I'd already cheese. ordered it. <gasps> so good. Next time. And there's also, you know, there's different like – it's just right. It's right. It's, it's just the right, right choice. Yes. It really is. It's the only one, yeah. Now, ah, fuck. Okay. I'm going to kill a donut. Okay. I know. And I love a donut, but as a gluten-free gal, it's actually kind of hard to find a really – like a gluten-free donut that's it's like really you don't good. even know that this is gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Whereas bagels, you can. And cinnamon rolls, you can. Mm-hmm. And I love a cinnamon roll. I think that's a great – that's a great choice. I love a – so I'm going to fuck the cinnamon roll. And kill the donut. Kill the donut. And I'm sorry to donuts. But also my uh, – but the other thing I'm thinking of is I prefer like a maple bar. Oh, I, I was a maple bar girl too. I'm a maple bar gal. That's actually something that, you know how we have our certain things where we're like, we'll eat gluten for that. Like, yes. And it's it's about a once a year occasion yes. where I'm like, I'll eat gluten for that. If I, I, if I had the the right maple bar, it would be like, I'm going to go for I it. I will split one with you. But they're yes. risky because sometimes they're a little stale, you know? I know. But oh, if I had the right but one. But sometimes that they're, fr- oh, like a Krispy Kreme, like that type of. Yeah, if it was warm, like oh fuck, <laughs> that's good. Okay, yours are historical figures. Oh, for all over the map. Oh, we have King Tut. Oh, we have George Washington, and we have Shakespeare. This is easy. Really? We gotta kill the slave owner. Well, I guess King Tut probably owned slave too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Shakespeare probably not though. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. But he was before. Hmm. He might have. He might have. But this was also. But it was also in Europe. He was in Europe. We gotta kill George Washington. I mean, come yeah, on. We gotta yeah. kill him. Yeah. I mean, he he really. I mean, he did good things, but he also said, "Look where we are now." Right. You know. We don't want to take us He's back. One of the England. founding fathers. <laughs> We're all quoting back. him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Anyways, so we're gonna kill George Washington now. When you said it, fuck Mary Kale, and you said King Tut, I said fuck, fuck King Tut. Yeah, I gotta know what it's, what's going on, right? You know what I mean? I know. I yes, I know. Like off the bat, yes, but because I know wasn't a lot Shakespeare about- gay? I want to be mind being married to a gay man. Also, he could like write, he'd be very entertaining. Like he would like write you poems, poems and, stuff. and things. But then it's like, do I want to be a queen? You could be a queen. You could be the the queen of. Of Egypt. I don't know. My of gut my gut says Pharaoh. fuck King Tut and marry Shakespeare. It I just agree. feels right. You know why? I think because King Tut also it's like very luxurious. It's like, like this too, is I, like, yeah. lu- this is luxury. Mm-hmm. But it's not as realistic. Right. So you it's know like, what I mean? is that the life I want? Right. Whereas like Shakespeare, like you could just have really? a nice quiet life and in like en- a garden. Yeah, and like enjoy a book. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the right thing. And okay. you know, King Tut was also inbred as fuck. Oh. Had like Club feet oh. and fucking died at nineteen. So there's that. Okay, I feel good about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like. I would. I would choose the same. 
Well, if you guys if you guys like this episode, we have similar episodes. Episode 66 is called Joyful Living, How to Have Fun. We also have episode 18, Time Management, How to Get More Done in Less Time. It's one of my favorite episodes. I don't know why. I just like it. Yeah. So you guys can go back and listen to that. Also, you can rate and review the podcast if you love it. We love reading your reviews. And feel free to email us if you have episode ideas at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com. We love to interact with you, and we love you so much. We'll be back next week with another episode. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you.